Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Got a minute? Get a tan. Hello and welcome back to the Tanning Booth Podcast. You know when you see your friends a lot and you're like, bitch, I gotta take a break from you so I can let some life happen because honey, we telling the same goddamn stories. Like I need to go, I need to go like lose some teeth or get hit by a car and then come back so I can like... (laughs) I want to have some like fresh material, you know, it's like, I need to do some things for the bit. That has been us. That has been this podcast. I'm like, bitch, I got to go experience some fucking chaos and come back because honey, I I can only talk so damn much about fucking Scooby-Doo and uh, Cheesecake Factory. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, I had to go live. So bitch, we live. Um, So with all that being said, I am going to Halloween Horror Nights in a couple weeks. So... I'm really excited for that. Um, And, you know, I have never been much of a Halloween person. So this season is always like, you know, it's it's pumpkin spice latte. It's like Christian girl autumn. You know, this season for me is very Christian girl autumn. What I'm starting to realize, though, about these seasons, and that means, you know, Halloween and Christmas. Good girl, fuck Thanksgiving. No tea, no shake. (laughs) Girl, Thanksgiving ain't never done anything for me. That, let's get that out of the way real quick. Thanksgiving never did anything for me. Because all it is, I mean, the leftovers, honey. But besides the leftovers, it's just kind of like, okay, what are we supposed to talk about? You know, like, what are we supposed to talk about? Like, no, I don't have a girlfriend. No, I'm not employed. Uh, no, I don't, you know, I don't know what, the, no, I don't have a car. Like, what What else do we need to go over? You know, and then, girl, just give me my turkey. Give me my cranberry sauce. We'll get it done. That that's all that's all it is. But as for Christmas and Halloween, honey, it is the simple joys. I was at Costco and I saw a fuzzy fucking blanket and I about dropped to my damn knees in the aisle. I was like, oh my God. Christmas. Like <laughs> so like it is pumpkin spice lattes, Christian girl autumn, and then it is Christmas, bitch. That's the thing. Like I, I love these seasons. Because we can just kind of gag over little tiny things. Like, bitch, that is the cutest sweater I've ever seen. Oh, my God, give me a sip of that, you know, apple spice latte. Oh, girl, I love that sweater. You know, like, bitch, it is really, this is this is my favorite time of year. Anyway, besides all that talk. Um, so I've, I mentioned this on a previous episode, but I actually took a trip to New York City. And it was my first time there. And for any listeners that live in New York City, I just want to tell y'all I love it there. Um, I don't mean to be dramatic. Well, this whole episode is going to be dramatic. Y'all read the title. But um, I don't mean to be dramatic, but I have never felt that much of a sense of community in a town before. You know, I was on I was on the subway a couple times, and, you know, I felt like I was going the wrong way or something. And I asked somebody, and, and they'd be so nice about it. You know, short and sweet. No, you're not going the right way. You need to go this way. You know what? Thank you. Because... I was imagining people, because, you know, you see the movies where they said that, hey, I'm walking here. You know, you see that kind of shit. Nobody was really given that. People were very, very, very helpful. And 
all this to say, um, I am entering a era of my life right now, and it was kind of prompted off this New York trip because there was a section of the New York trip where I was truly alone. Um, I went there with some family and the family had other plans and they were like, hey, you know, you got some friends here. Go ahead and make your plans. Uh, we'll meet with you later tonight. Well, it hit a certain point where I was like, I could ask my friends to like bottle feed New York to me or I could just go fucking do it. And it was really scary um, because, you know, there's something about being alone that when you're doing it by choice, it's empowering. But when it's forced on you, it is the most scary and isolating feeling ever. I saw this TikTok, though, that said, imagine you have no one waking you up in the morning. You have no one telling you what you're going to eat for dinner. And the entire day is yours. This is either an extreme state of loneliness or an empowering state of independence. That rocked my fucking world. And it depends on how you look at it. Because for me, what I realized is I have been telling myself that I need people around me constantly and I need plans and I need these things and I need people to text every day and I need these things um, because I'm scared of losing it. But when I really realize I am very satisfied doing a lot of things by myself. And unfortunately, every Disney Channel original in our entire life is so, oh, you don't want to be the bitch that sits alone at lunch. But sometimes I do. <laughs> like, sometimes I want to put my headphones in. I want to watch a goddamn YouTube video. I want to watch TikToks, whatever. And I want to eat my food nasty. I want the fucking, I don't, I don't want to worry about anybody watching me while I eat. I just, bitch, I want the fucking mustard to go all over my fucking face. I don't give a damn. You know, crumbs all over the table, bitch. It's like, Arr! like, I, that's what I enjoy sometimes. I enjoy being alone in my own company, sitting in my room, just lighting a candle and doing nothing. Because right now I view a need for independence in my life. I'm getting to a place where I just enjoy doing things alone. And I, I, I mean, I love having company. Don't get me wrong. I love having people to call. I love the fact that I have people to call to hang out with. I love the fact that I have plans being made with me in the mix. I love the fact that if I don't want to eat alone, I don't have to. But that does not mean that I need to force myself to be around people at all times. You know, insecurity almost leads us to a place where we feel like we have to maintain these relationships really strong because we might lose them one day. When I was in New York, I decided to go to the Museum of Natural History by myself, which, if you don't know, is the museum from Night of the Museum <laughs> with Ben Still. So it was, it was really crazy. Like, I was really happy I went. But I paid the money. I went in by myself. I, I don't think I've ever been to a museum by myself. Because that's just, that's just hasn't, you know, I love going to museums like on dates or I love going to museums with like my mom or like with friends, but I've, I've never been by myself. And in the museum, I saw a lot of couples. I saw a lot of groups of friends. I saw, you know, a lot of people that were together. I did not see a lot of people there alone. And I didn't let that, I didn't get, I'll say I didn't get into my head. But I took note of it. And what I challenged myself to do, especially being so fucking severe ADHD, 
I'm like, bitch, let me really focus. Let me learn while I'm here. You know, motherfucking BBS. Let me learn while I'm here. So I really tried to get lost in the exhibits and focus and and just make myself happy to be there for me. And I think I realized I don't do that a lot. I'm in that museum alone. And at one point I had this older woman come up and sit beside me. It sounds so fucking Barbie, but she was looking at the exhibit I was looking at and I look back and I'm assuming it's her, it's her husband. Her husband's with her. And I mean, he is checking his watch. He is tapping his foot. He is like ready to go. And I just look over and she is just diving into what's in front of us, which was this exhibit about hunters and gatherers. And she was taking time for her. Girl, I promise I'm not going to get emotional, but it was, it was one of those moments that it was just like, she has lived a long life. I mean, I, I'm not saying older woman, like she was like, she was older and she has lived a lot of life and just seeing her, not that she didn't give a fuck, but just seeing her say, you know what? I'm going to slow down and do this for me, even when I'm with other people. I didn't see anyone else doing that. I saw a ton of people in groups just sprinting through the fucking exhibits and like it was about something else. And I think it wasn't like it was just it was so crazy that we were kind of in the same place mentally. And I'm like, you know, I'm fucking, I just turned 24. And I think it put a lot of things into perspective, spending a day in a crazy ass city like that by myself. One, you realize that not everybody gives a fuck what you're doing. (laughs) It's just like, really comforting that the world like keeps on moving no matter what and I no one knew that I had never been to New York you know no one knew that I was a tourist no one knew that I was there by myself like they could have known they could have thought I was meeting somebody for coffee you know um and that was a really comforting feeling to just be there by myself in you know at different times in the day um because it forced me to do exactly what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it Um, and also sometimes when you travel, you know, just everything clicks, everything you, everything you've been running from like hits you really hard. And all of that to be said, the big theme of the trip for me, I'm looking at this. I want, I just want to clarify because I'm already a fucking mess. A lot of this, I've really progressed the past couple weeks. I've really, because I I took this trip mid-September, but I've really progressed and, and I was at rock bottom. I'm not going to lie with you guys. I was at rock bottom in New York. I, I really, I, I, I couldn't run from the shit anymore. Like, I had to really sit down and think about it. The past couple weeks, bitch, I have been, honey, I've been sipping my Shirley Temple having a ball. <laughs> but, like, back then, like a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I'm talking like this forever ago. A couple weeks ago, I really was at a rough place about this. That's aging and future and goals. And who am I truly doing this for? Guys, I am so happy doing what I do. I, I can't even underestimate how happy I am that I get to 
create and laugh and <laughs> make and have a connection with everybody that I meet on person and, and meet online. And I'm just, I'm so thankful for everything I have in my life. But 24 hours of my day is not dedicated to what I do, nor do I want it to be that. I, I want to have time that I just have time to spend by myself or spend with my friends or spend with my family. You know, there's a divide between real life and online for me. And it's always been that way because I want to be in the healthiest place I can mentally. There's a lot of people with a lot of opinions and a lot of stuff online. And I think it's really healthy to detach yourself sometimes. But the issue with that is my reality is I'm avoiding something. I'm avoiding looking at my future, looking at what's real for me, what's, what, what makes me happy. I keep telling myself I wanted to move to Los Angeles. I, I'm godsend on it because, you know, as soon as the strike's over, my thought is, you know, I'm going to get a TV show. I'm going to do something with my career, and L.A. is the place to do it. You, I don't know if y'all been to Los Angeles, you cannot walk there at all. And a hot girl walk is so important to me. It might not be important to my friends, but motherfucker, it's important to me. I love putting on my headphones and getting a coffee and taking a hot girl walk. I'm from Chicago. I, I'm, you know, I, I lived there for fucking four years. I miss that shit. I miss taking a walk like that. And being back in New York, oh my God, I felt so, af- I felt so alive. I felt like... You could do anything you wanted with your day. And when you're in Los Angeles, you can't fucking walk anywhere. Everybody looks at you like you're crazy, like you're fucking tweaking out because you're taking a walk. And then the other thing is, it's a fucking four-hour drive to go two miles. It's, like, so bad. The traffic is so bad, right? And I thought about it, and I'm like, yes, I need to be here for my career or whatever. But at the same time, do I? Is that worth sacrificing things and lifestyles that make me happy? I want to just go sit in the park all day. I want to walk a bunch of places. I want, I want to, I want that big city lifestyle. And, and yes, LA is where to go for my career. But if I'm not happy, if I'm not day in, day out happy, a little breakfast, a little walk, a sit, sitting in the park, going through Target. I just want to, I just want a simple life with exciting things mixed in. And when you are at a place in your life where you're like, I'm moving full steam ahead, right? I'm getting older every fucking day. We all are. It's time to sit down and say, I need to be truly critical here and say, what will make me the happiest? What, what is doing things for me? And everything else will fall into place if I choose myself. My friends believe in me. My friends will make the time for me no matter where I go. My family will support me. I need to make a decision for me and just pray and hope the rest falls into place because I cannot be caught up on the what ifs. I want to choose what's best for me and focus on that and focus on making myself happy, making myself excited to wake up. If I want to go walk through Target and not buy anything, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Because I think the issue is, is we get caught up sometimes with friends or roommates or families or situations where we might be wrapped up with people that don't have the same views you have or same values you have. Some people will be like, why the fuck you just want to walk around Target? So then you don't do it. 
you know, oh, I don't paint. So why are you trying to paint tonight? Oh, well, that makes me really happy. And slowly we start filtering these things that when we were little kids, it didn't matter. Bitch, if I wanted to play fucking Scooby-Doo and fucking and fucking play um play McDonald's in the other room, I could do that. And and I didn't ask anybody for permission. I was like, motherfucker, I'm gonna do it. And I was so happy. It wasn't, well, it's kind of dumb for me to play McDonald's in the living room because I probably should be on LinkedIn looking for a job. No, like, no. And that childhood feeling of just like, I'm going to do things because I want to. Now, obviously within reason, like, bitch, I'm not telling you to go rob a fucking bank, but I am saying like, if you want to do these dumb ass things, if you want to go get a coffee and fucking sketch in a sketchbook in the coffee shop, go give yourself permission to do that. Give yourself permission to do those impulses that make you happy because the more we push down those impulses, who the fuck are we living for? Oh, I'm going to wear this because this person thinks it's cute. I'm, oh, I'm not going to go draw because I don't have time for that. What the fuck? At the end of the day, it's like, I want to do things because they make me happy or they motivate me or, or they, they prove that like, I have my own thoughts and my own, I'm individual. I enjoy doing things just because I enjoy doing them. I enjoy it. It doesn't matter if if the neighbor or the neighbor's fucking dog likes doing it. I don't give a shit. I like doing it. So I'm going to fucking do it. And really, honestly, that's what my whole entire career on here is based on. Bitch, I think it's funny. (laughs) Like, Like at that point. I, I don't post shit that doesn't make me happy. I don't post shit that doesn't make me proud or make me feel like, damn, this is good writing. The bonus on top of that is that people love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for loving what I do. Thank you for connecting with what I do. But the base of all of that is that I love what I do. I want to do it. But somehow when it comes to relationships or when it comes to things in my life or how I plan my day or how I schedule out the months ahead of me, I start to get into, I need to think about every other person and then maybe myself. And I I have vowed going into my 24th trip, I about said around the moon. Um, anyway, girl, let's get that science degree challenge, Bill Nye the Science Guy. My 24th lap around the sun, like, bitch, I am now absolutely in a mindset of if it does not make me happy, if it does not challenge me, if it does not prompt growth in my life, what am I holding on to it for? Or what am I valuing it for? Because it's not all going to be easy. I'm aware. It's, it, it, you know, it is not all going to be easy. But it needs to be pushing and propelling me forward. Then that gives me a chance to check and propel my friends forward, propel my family forward, pull all those people along with me, but I need to make sure I'm in the right direction to even have a sense of clarity on what everybody else needs. Um, guys, it's been, you know, it's been some heavy shit, but when you're growing older, I think we get so caught up in the physical of it, right? It's like, oh my God, my skin, bitch, you know, your hairline <laughs> for us men. 
um, your hairline, you're fucking like, you're worried about weight gain. You're worried about energy. It's like, oh my God, sometimes I will like walk a little bit and I'm like, okay, my hip hurts. Like, what is going on? Like, what is going on? Like, we are really getting older, huh? When that is the case, it's like, okay, let's, we're aging. Yes, we are aging. We're getting older. You're getting older every day. But your mind can still access that courageous freedom, that feeling of independence, that excitement it was to just be a creative little kid or a motivated little kid or a funny little kid. That person's still in there. And I get so caught up in the fucking vanity of aging, this feeling of how everybody is perceiving me aging as if they're not aging too. And I am pushing myself to value skincare. I'm valuing my health. I'm valuing the way I feel, the way I dress. I'm valuing those things. And I want to be feeling the most confident I can. But at the same time, I want to allow myself to just know that like, if I allow myself to think of it as a downward spiral from here on out, it can be that way. Instead, I'm stopping and I'm saying, what if you just had some fun? What if you pushed yourself to be as creative as possible? What if you only answered to yourself for a year, for two years, for three years? And I'm doing a year-by-year basis. If it doesn't fit me, if it doesn't, if it doesn't raise me up, if it doesn't uplift me, I need to let it go. Because I'm already being drugged down by aging. I'm already being drugged down by this feeling of, am I going to live up to the potential that I have set for myself? I don't I don't need anyone weighing me down then. If if you're not willing to if you're not willing to grow and take my hand and grow with me, I can't be wallowing in, well this is just the way it is. It doesn't have to be. It really took New York to shake that out of me. Because honestly, I'm gonna be real. I had a thought in my mind when I was in New York and I had that day to myself. I said, you know what, I could just sit in my hotel. <laughs> but I took a risk. It wasn't that big of a risk in retrospect, but it was a risk. I went out in a city I've never been, taking transportation systems I've never taken by myself with my phone on 20%. And I experienced things that I had never experienced. I went to a deli. I met some friends. I was in a bar at 3 a.m. on a fucking Wednesday. It's like, damn, this really is the city that never sleeps. I had some amazing conversations on the rooftop of New York City. I met some new friends. I experienced so much because I got over this, well, you've never done that before. Or I don't know if you can do that. I'm not sure if I can do this. I let go of those thoughts and I said, I'm just going to fucking do it. At the end of the day, we are getting to a place where we don't have to answer to anybody truly. For our happiness, for our thing. Bitch, if it makes you happy, if you if you have this recurring thought in your head that you can fucking make it doing what you want to do, fucking do it. You, your gut, your body is telling you. there. You know, you would not, literally, all of us are pretty fucking smart, right? All of us are pretty fucking smart. We're also pretty fucking crazy, but we are all pretty fucking smart. Our body and our mind is not going to push us towards something where we are going to have absolute failure in it. Now, we'll, maybe will it not go the exact way we thought? Maybe maybe so. But 
It's lessons. It's learning. It's taking risks. I'm challenging myself to take more risks because honestly, playing it safe sometimes can be just as bad on you as failure. You might as well go ahead and fucking accept that you failed because if you're playing it safe all the time, you are starting to get ill because you're like, dude, I could do so much fucking more. I could do so much more. I could see so much more. I could be so much more. I could shoot for so much more. But instead, ah, oh, nah, nah, I ain't going to try. I'm not going to try nothing new. I'm just going to, I'm going to stick where I'm at. I understand being comfortable. I think, dude, there is something to be said about having comfort. But take one risk and then be comfortable for a week and reflect how that risk went. You know what I'm saying? Like, dabble some risk. Not every day. Every day isn't going to be, let me jump off this building and see how it goes. Like, no, but maybe, you know, challenge yourself once a week. Once a week, I'm going to take a risk. Once a week, I'm going to do something new. Once a week, I'm going to push myself to challenge myself in some way. Or I'm going to try a new hobby. Or I'm going to try a new thing. Or I'm going to spend more alone time. Just start packing your week with risk and reflection. And if you feel like you failed at something, you didn't fail. Failure is never trying. That is true failure. Y'all, I am at a place of big time reflection right now and a big, I'm at a good, I'm at a really good place with this. And I really, I am so glad we got to talk about this today because I really wanted to share these thoughts after I had digested them a little bit. Because I'm telling you, if you would have seen me in New York, I was, I don't know how to take the fucking subway and bitch, I'm balding. (laughs) Like, girl, (laughs) I'm about to be 24, I'm balding. That was me. Now, mind you, I still got that voice in the back of my head, but, you know, but I'm at this place of reflection, acceptance, love, and challenge towards myself. Because, honey, I am not built to fail. I'm built to learn. Oh, I'm putting that on a t-shirt. Hey, Nike, just do it. How we doing? How you doing, right? No, but... I love you guys so much, and I appreciate you sticking through the chaos and being patient with me, and just know in an era where I trust myself, in an era where I challenge myself, in an era where you trust yourself, in an era where you challenge yourself, we are going to meet somewhere that is so much greater than we could have ever imagined, because that's the only way you can do it. I'm not giving up, you know? I can't. Got a minute? Um, Get it. I love you guys. 